Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the USA Wealth Group's Money Wise Radio Show with Ray Lance. Good Sunday morning, Phil. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Phil, this morning we're going to talk about something very important and very timely, which is credit card theft and debit card theft. Oh. What you really need to do to protect yourself right now, because this is something that's very much in the news with what's happened at the Target stores. That is so terrible. It's devastating, but we're going to talk about a lot of things that you can do and what you must do to protect yourself, because you may be impacted for up to two years. You may not have something hit your credit card or your debit card for two years from now. Two years. But let me begin by giving you a quotation from one of our famous Greek philosophers. And this is in the subject matter of action, because what we want people to do today is take some action to protect your credit, take some action to do something with your debit cards. So one of our famous Greek philosophers said something important about action. In the arena of human life, the honors and rewards fall to those who show their good qualities in action. Oh, that, that's, um, that was easy. That was the, uh, the great philosopher, Aristotle uh, Onassis. <laughs> no. Well, it actually was Aristotle. It wasn't Aristotle. Onassis, but it was Aristotle. <laughs> right. And then, of course, our uh, famous um, Sir Winston Churchill said, I never worry about action, but only about inaction. Yes. And then finally, Ralph Waldo Emerson said, what you do speaks so loudly that I cannot hear what you say. Mm. In other words, actions speak more loudly than words. Indeed. So take some action, folks. You've got to do something to protect your credit cards. And we're going to talk about what's happened recently at the Target stores. Both debit and credit card numbers, and a lot of people think it's just debit cards, but it's also credit card numbers, have been stolen in a Target security breach. And they're reportedly for sale in underground black markets. It's uh, been estimated, by the way, that something like 40 million people across this country who shopped in Target at a fairly short time period, roughly between Thanksgiving and just, say, four or five days ago, have been impacted or could be potentially impacted because their credit card data has been stolen. Now, whether they can use all this credit card data or not, we don't know yet. For example, it has been reported that they do not have access to your PIN numbers. Right. But if you're looking at a four-digit PIN number, that's basically a 1,000 combinations to go through. Uh, Maybe it's 9,000 combinations. 9,900, right? Yeah. 9,999. Yeah. But it wouldn't take long to zip through that on a computer to try to find out how to ping your credit card. And what they've done is when these credit cards are stolen, when these credit card numbers are stolen, they're sold in blocks to underground people who supposedly pay somewhere between $20 and as much as $100 per card number. Right. So somebody's out there who has bought these credit card numbers, and then they will be trying to use them. What I did this past week is I finished doing what I needed to do on my debit card. I did use my debit card at Target. I did check my statement on my computer online, and I didn't find anything unpleasant there. But then what I did is I went to my bank, I brought my debit card, and I said, I want to cancel my debit card. How smart. And I want to get a new one. Yep. So I made sure that there had been nothing wrong on my card first. Then I went to my bank. I went in person. 
You can probably do it online as well or on the telephone. Mm-hmm. And I canceled my card, and they said it'll take, normally it only takes about five to six days to get a new debit card number, but because so many people have been canceling their debit cards in particular, they say it's going to take as long as two weeks. So I said, all right, then I'll just wait two weeks. But sure. at least I'm going to be safe and secure and have a new number, and then I will put the other one through the shredding machine. Right. Don't ever throw your cards in the basket, by the way, when they become expired. Cut them up, shred them, do something with them. But, you know, Phil and ladies and gentlemen, this is a really serious issue. I just wanted to ask a question. Does the same apply for a credit card? Yes. So you should apply for a new credit card? Yes. Oh. Yeah, definitely. If you have used a card at Target, whether it's a credit card or a debit card, um, you need to do something to protect yourself. And again, most importantly, they've estimated that this could take as long as two years before somebody who has purchased your credit card number might decide to try to use it. So if somebody has um, Celeste's number, because she did the same as you, mm-hmm. uh, six months from now, will uh, if somebody has the card, will that show up on her statement? Yes, it will. And, um, again, caution, I would rather spend a few minutes or inconvenience myself for a few extra minutes by going to my bank and canceling my card than finding something really unpleasant later. And it's not just your individual card that's concerned. Um, It could be your whole identity because that can be one key for them to find out other pieces of information about yourself. So it, it becomes more serious. It becomes more of a snowball effect, potentially. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I have a, a grandson who's uh, 10 years old. He now has a cell phone that he's using. And whether we think that's a great idea or not, I also found out that he was one of the last people in his class to have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. But that means typically that's going to be tied into other things like the ability to use the Internet. So I'm going to talk to Peter, my son, and ask him what's being done to protect that telephone number and access to the Internet, and can he charge things? Are people going to be able to find out things about him? Can they track his whereabouts? I mean, all of a sudden it raises a whole host of security questions uh, that I have. So I'm going to ask more detailed questions about that. But... Be cautious and uh, protect yourself. Some other interesting things have happened with Target. Of course, Target swung back right away, and they said uh, this past weekend um, you can get 10% off everything you buy. Yeah. And I had to go in there again, and I paid cash, and I got 10% off what I purchased. Right. But well, They um, lost a lot of business, though. They did lose a lot of business, uh, number one. And number two, in just the past few days, it has also begun to finally impact their stock price oh. uh, on the stock market. It, it didn't initially, but it now has. Mm-hmm. But the other interesting thing we're finding out now is that other cards are looking to see what they can do, other companies, Chase. Right. Chase issues uh, many, many credit cards. Right. And what they've decided is that if somebody has used a Target card or used one of their cards, a Chase card at Target, then it may potentially compromise the Chase card in other ways. So they now have put a limitation during the holiday season on how much somebody can charge on their Chase credit card. 
So they put a cap of, let's say, two, three, four hundred dollars, and that's it? Yes, I'm going to actually give you the numbers in just a minute. Um, mm-hmm. uh, in fact, I have it right here. I just printed this off the internet. Um, the Chase debit cards um, are leading to spending limits during the holiday shopping season. Chase debit cards that have been used at Target during the security period now have a $100 ATM withdrawal limit. That's it? You can only take $100 in cash out of an ATM. And a $300 total spending per day limit. Uh, And, of course, uh, this is being uh, broadcast on Sunday morning right after Christmas, but there'll be holiday sales coming up when people might want to use their card. Mm -hmm. You need to think of a different way to do your purchases. So uh, Chase is limiting the spending on their own debit cards if they determine it's been used at Target Mm -hmm. to $300 per spending day. And taking only out taking on, out only one hundred dollars a day from an ATM, but think about the other implication of that. That means Chase has the ability to figure out from their own computer system whether you've used your debit card yeah. at Target. Oh, well, the big eye is all around. We don't have privacy anymore. No, we no longer have privacy. But if the banks can do that, that means then the people who have stolen these credit cards maybe also have some of those abilities to cross-check into other things that you've spent money on. Mm -hmm. So please do yourself a big favor. If you went to Target and you used a credit card or you used a debit card, change it. Right. Just call up the company, cancel it, have a new card sent to you, and stop using the other one right away. Now, we do have some other protections in Massachusetts, and it's actually a matter of federal law as well, and that for most Uh, purposes, um, credit card losses to the individual consumer are going to be limited to $50. And we'll talk more about that in just a minute. But let me come back to the main story once again about Target. And we'll we'll not talk a lot more about this, but um, as I said, Chase and I guess some other companies, I think Discover might be doing something also to limit how much Mm -hmm. people can charge. So uh, Target did do the correct thing, and a day after they found out this information, they did disclose it. What's happening now um, is the company has issued a public apology, said they were working hard to resolve the problem, but I suspect they're going to have to do something further to help people before this is all over. Such as? Well, they might issue credits or special coupons to people who did purchase things at Target, I suspect, uh, Target has about 1,800 stores in the United States and 124 in Canada. And they first became aware of this breach of security only on December 15. So ID theft is a problem. And if you are ever the victim of ID theft, sometimes it's much more extensive than simply that one particular card in that one particular store that you've accessed. Ray, could there be a class action suit? There have already been lawsuits filed. Um, the lawyers and the class action lawyers don't take any chances. And I suspect that there will be probably a class action settlement at some point in time. And if you made a purchase during this time, um, the problem with class action lawsuits is that they don't give a lot of benefit back to the individual consumers. Right. Uh, for the most part, um, the lawyers get paid a really nice large fee. 
<laughs> and the consumers will get something. But I suspect it might be in the nature of a rebate or a gift certificate or something you could use, something of that nature, mm-hmm. which will allow them to try to promote further sales at the same time. The other unfortunate thing about all of this is the timing of it, because not only will it impact Target, it will impact people who have a Chase credit card, for example, but it's going to have a dampening effect on both pre-Christmas season sales, retail sales, and post-Christmas season retail sales. And it's already been reported that sales for Thanksgiving, for example, were down. And so we think of this as being an isolated problem if you happen to shop at a Target store, but in fact it might be a bigger problem for the overall economy. So if retail sales are down, then jobs can be down and so forth. So this kind of theft is very important. Um, It's always essential that you take a look at your own credit card statements. The The one most important thing anybody can do is look at your paper statement when it comes in the mail. If you look at your statements or pay your bills online on the computer, absolutely do that immediately if you haven't already done so. And um, if you do discover any possible misuse of your credit cards, there's mm-hmm. a charge that you don't recognize, right. report it to the store and report it to your bank immediately. And then, of course, if you haven't already done so, get rid of that credit card. Get a new one issued. Right. About security, what can, you know, Target is a huge company. I'm sure they had security measures placed, but obviously not good enough. So what can companies do? What can the government do, because they've been hacked as well, to at least help prevent some of these uh, hackers from entering, Ray? Well, one of the um, most important areas for employment, I think, in the future is going to be if it isn't already now, um, people who work with computer security. And um, I'm not going to embarrass um, this young man um, by mentioning his name on the air, but one of my employees has a son who's studying computer um, security and computer codes and programming right now at uh, BCC, which has a very strong computer program, by the way. Okay, great. And. Um, I keep sending him articles on computer security, and I've said, get into computer security because if you can get into that business, you can really write your own ticket. And um, it's not uncommon for people graduating with a good understanding of computer security to go to work making fifty dollars or $60,000 a year. It's a very high-paying occupation right now. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about some things that um, com- consumers can do also. And... Um, If you can, take advantage of the free credit reports that are available to you. Just as important as protecting yourself from identity theft is not only look at your bank statements, but look at your free credit reports. You're entitled to get a free credit report once a month. Uh, Myfreecreditreport.com or freecredit.com, and you can get a report from all three bureaus. Um, actually, it's not once a month you can do that. It's once a year you're entitled to get a free credit report. And many credit card companies also have a service that you can add on, and typically it's 7 or 8 or $9 a month, and that will allow you to get your free credit report or a credit report whenever you want to, mm-hmm. as well as your FICO scores. But monitoring your own credit, monitoring your own bills, the most important thing you can do 
when you get your mail and you get your billing statement, open it up, look at it right away. Don't put it in a pile. Wait until the end of the month. So let's talk about Target and wrap up on Target. Um, I'm going to give you a short list, and if anybody would like reprints of any of this information, we're happy to give it to you anytime. Um, you can reach uh, Ray Lance at uh, 508-998-8858. Our company is called USA Wealth Group, and we have two really important things we want to do at all times. One, we want to protect your family, and two, we want to protect your money. And it's that simple. So here's some quick listing of things that you can do before you use your debit card again. Um, first of all, um, think about paying cash, obviously. <laughs> but in the last three years, uh, federal regulators now prohibit banks from charging customers overdraft fees on one-time debit card transactions unless they've agreed to pay these fees ahead of time. So this stopped um, $18 billion a year in charges. Here's some specific things that you can do. If you have a problem with any credit card transaction, you don't have to pay the amount that's in dispute while your complaint is being investigated. If you have a debit card, the money has already been taken out of your checking account, and you're simply trying to get your own money back. So uh, these are very important things. Um, debit card Fraud, by the way, has been rising about 30% a year oh my. Wow. in just the past few years. Um, credit cards uh, offer a little bit different kind of protection under the Federal Fair Credit Billing Act. So, for example, if you put something on a credit card as opposed to a debit card, you can refuse to pay for products or services that you didn't get or if products are defective you don't have that same kind of protection with a debit card. Mm -hmm. So in that important respect, a credit card can be more important for you. Um, and I've been able to do that myself before. Um, remember that a debit card authorization can tie up your money. Sometimes a gas station or a hotel will put a three-day hold on your money um, to make sure that you're going to be able to cover um, I've stayed at hotels recently, and if you go to put um, your debit card down to for incidentals, sometimes they'll charge two, three hundred dollars, and they'll put a hold on your account. Um, they won't do that with a credit card typically, but that kind of a temporary hold can sometimes cause other payments to bounce. Right, and if you don't have enough money in your account, um, under federal law. Um, if you have a debit card, you don't get as good protection as you do with a credit card. With a credit card, your liability in the case of fraud or errors is specifically restricted to $50 a day. Um, the only thing is you must notify the credit card issuer within 60 days after you get your statement. Again, make sure you look at your statement. With a debit card, that $50 day liability limit expires two days after the fraud and then your liability goes up to $500 so you have a lot more protection with a credit card than you do with a debit card yeah. and all the more reason if you use the debit card and you have a computer make sure you check it immediately and check it constantly um, I find that a lot of people with debit cards like I know um, my son Peter uses a debit card quite a lot um, he's always looking at his balances and he's always on the computer or on his cell phone 
But just remember that the difference between debit cards and credit cards is you have a lot more protection with a credit card Mm -hmm. than you do with a debit card. Now, um, banks, because they promote the use of debit cards, they want you to think that the credit cards are safe, but that zero liability promise that sometimes they'll make is a voluntary promise by your bank. It's not the law. It's not what the law provides. So you also don't necessarily have protection against errors with debit cards. Um, Sometimes banks uh, treat errors by a merchant as a billing dispute and not as fraud. So you're on your own to get it figured out. And again, with a credit card, you can dispute it and say, I'm not paying the bill. I've got a problem with this this merchant. Um, So, um, you know, there's many, many more things that I can list, but I don't need to make the point anymore other than to say, Credit cards give you more federal and state liability protection Mm -hmm. than do debit cards. And by the way, if you think this is an isolated problem, what's happened with Target, about one in 14 consumers has been hit by a debit card fraud in the past five years. That's one in 14. That's almost 10% of consumers have been hit by a fraudulent uh, charge by using a debit card. So be very careful about these things. Um, if you want more information on any of these things, please feel free to give me a call, Ray Lance at USA Wealth Group. You can reach us at 508-998-8858. We're happy to send you copies of any of this material that you can find uh, useful at any time. And we'll be right back after a short break. Welcome back to USA Wealth Group's Money Wise Radio Show with Ray Lance. And wow, how interesting it has been in the first half to find out all about our credit and uh, debit card information, what's going on with Target, and how relevant it is, how timely it is, Ray. You know, Phil, we began this morning talking about why it's important to take action. You can't sit back and look at your computer and say, Well, nothing happened. I didn't have any charges, so I guess I'm okay. Um, If you have been using your debit card, you need to check it constantly. Um, Check it once a day. Check it a couple of times a week. If you see something there that doesn't belong there, you don't recognize, look into it right away. And as I was saying before the break, you only have a very short time, literally two days, before you can stop a, a fraudulent charge on your debit card. Um, Your liability in the first two days is limited to $50, but after that, if you don't object to it and file a claim, then it jumps up to $500. My goodness. So credit cards have a better law protection than do debit cards. But identity theft is a serious problem in this country, and it's something that we all have to think about constantly. And let me give you some specific tips about things you should do for your own credit. Sure. As well as protecting yourself against um, fraud on a debit card or a credit card. Uh, First of all, always be very protective about your social security number, uh, your PIN numbers, your passwords, your account numbers. How many times have we walked into a doctor's office and they give you a blank form to fill out 
and they want your social security number. I never give them my social security number. They don't need that to identify you. What I put down is XX, XXX, and then I'll give them the last four digits of my social security Smart. number. Mm-hmm. And I, I've done that many other uh, occasions. Do you know that nobody has ever objected to my doing that? That's nobody has ever said, yeah. oh, no, we need your whole social security number? Mm-hmm. You don't. Um, if you haven't been told this before, generally don't carry your social security card with you. Um, in the old days, everybody carried it in their oh, wallet. I remember. You shouldn't do that anymore. Uh, take a memory class and memorize it if you need to, <laughs> but don't carry it with you. And you can always produce it later if it's something that you require. Uh, but don't don't carry it with you on a regular basis. If you lose your wallet, lose your purse, something happens, your purse gets snatched, there goes your identity as well. I wonder how often you can do the XXX and just leave the last four when you're asked for your SS number. Um, you can probably do that a lot. In fact, restaurants uh, used to ask for that information, or they would ask for your entire credit card number. Right. If you were charging something at a restaurant on a credit card. And even years ago when they were asking for your full credit card number, um, or sometimes they would take your credit card and it would come back to the table for you to sign, and you'd look, and there's your whole credit card number printed on the slip. I would take a pen and scratch out all the numbers except the last four digits. Mm-hmm. So they don't need it. to make. They've already made the charge. Right. They don't need to keep a paper slip. They pretty much don't do that anymore. They've gotten smarter, and we've had to get smarter because the thieves have gotten yeah. smarter. So most importantly, don't carry your Social Security card in your wallet. Um, you would never have it on a check anymore. And Massachusetts changed out their driver's licenses. Remember the driver's licenses used to have your Social Security number on them? Oh, yes. Now we have what's called an S number. That's what I have. So I don't think anybody out there today in Massachusetts has their social security number and their driver's license anymore. Um, Do you carry a little piece of paper in your wallet that has all of your passwords and your account numbers on it? No. I hope not. Now, I keep mine in my cell phone under various accounts under contacts, but then I also have a security code in my cell phone so that nobody can use my cell phone unless they know my security code. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And you'd still have some problems potentially if somebody steals your cell phone. So you need to be just very careful all the time. And as I said, uh, only give out your social security number when it's absolutely necessary. Usually for tax purposes on a tax return, you wouldn't get away with scratching it out on your tax return. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you're applying for credit. But for job applications, um, school identification, you normally shouldn't have to give out your full social security number. And um, secondly, second major tip to protect yourself against identity uh, theft, monitor your bank statements, monitor your credit card statements, monitor all your bills for that matter. And it does happen. Have you ever found anything uh, incorrect in one of your statements, do you know? I don't. Or, or do you not handle that part I, of your I don't handle any of that. So... It's uh, Celeste that does that. Right. Good. That probably means it's done more accurately, (laughs) I suspect. Shred documents. Do you have a shredder at home, Phil? We do. Yeah, shredders are very important. We do. She has it right next to her desk. If there's any personal information at all, whether it's your address or your phone number, your credit card number, make sure it goes into a shredder. 
You can buy a shredder for as little as thirty dollars. Sure. That goes on top of a wastebasket. Yep. And um, make sure your websites are secure. If you have a website, um, or if you're using a website, uh, some really reliable retailers like LL Beans, for example, and some of those companies, they all have secure websites, and they'll tell you. But um, look for an S on the edge of the uh, on the end of the address for the website. It might say HTTPS, or it might be in the in the line of the browser. If you don't see that then find someplace else to shop. And really? Again, most companies today are smart and sophisticated, and they will all be using secure websites. Mm-hmm. But be careful about using computers if you're sharing it with somebody else. Uh, if you're using a public computer, if you're using a computer oh. in a library, yes. or somebody who um, might be a roommate, make sure you clear everything out that you can before you get off that website before you get off that computer. Uh, protect your laptop, your cell phone, your PDA device. Um, I use an iPad. I use an iPhone. And I always am very careful about having security codes and those things. Um, keep copies of all of your cards and your documents. You ought to have a paper file, ideally, in your office or in your house that might have a copy of your credit card numbers. And here's an interesting idea, and I've done this before. Take all of your credit cards and lay them down on a photocopier and make a photocopy of all of them because it shows the expiration dates and everything else. You don't need the codes on the back necessarily. Mm-hmm. But then keep that in a safe, secure place. So if you ever did have a theft of your wallet or a loss, you've got all of your credit card information in one place and you can contact the companies and say, cancel my cards. Um, be very careful about mail. And when you have any outgoing mail that is going to identify you, um, generally you should have a return address on your mail, obviously, but make sure you get your mail every day. If you have a post office box, check it. If you have a mailbox, check it. Sometimes thieves will go and steal mail out of mailboxes, uh, which is a federal offense, uh, by the way. Be very careful when you're using an ATM. Uh, be cautious of people around you. If you've got somebody who can be standing near you, um, they might be looking at what you're putting onto your screen. So, you know, protect your personal space when you're using an ATM, and especially if you're putting in a PIN number. So just, you know, a lot of it's just good old-fashioned right. common sense sure. to uh, be aware of your surroundings. Um, good credit is very important in, you know, protecting your credit. Um, there are a couple things you might want to be cautious about for your credit. Sometimes you'll get offers from a credit card company to uh, skip a payment um, without a penalty. They're not necessarily doing you a favor when they do that because you're going to still owe finance charges on the unpaid balance. Mm -hmm. So the interest can be adding up even higher, even more. Um, If you're applying for a new credit card or if you have a new credit card, be cautious about What's uh, something called a teaser rate because teaser rates will only be good for a short period of time. You'll give a, a low interest rate on a credit card, and then at the end of some introductory period, all of a sudden it's going to uh, go up much higher. Um, be cautious about credit insurance. If you take out a loan for a large purchase, 
You can buy anything at Best Buy or stores like that. I just bought something recently for um, the holiday season for Christmas, and they ask you, would you like to have a warranty on that? Well, the warranties are uh, generally fairly expensive, and you need to say to yourself, is this really worthwhile on a, a product that you're paying maybe $150 for? Do you really want to spend $25 to have insurance on it? Right. Um, so just be careful about that as a, as a general proposition. Um, credit card repair scams. There are good companies, and there are not such good companies out there. A credit repair company has to give you something called consumer credit file rights under state and federal law before you sign a contract. Make sure it's a valid uh, company for yourself. And again, we do have protections as consumers from uh, various um, credit card thefts and problems. Uh, banks, for example, cannot change their fees or their rates unless they let you know 45 days ahead of time. Uh, some They have to give you the option to either reject or accept the new fee. But typically, if you don't respond, then you're going to accept it. Uh, credit card companies can't charge you a late fee more than $25, regardless of how much you owe, unless one of your last six payments was late, and they mm-hmm. can justify a higher fee. So obviously, it's important to pay your credit cards on time. So there are a lot of interesting little tips that we can give to protect your identity. There are some companies out there, too. I've never used them myself, um, ladies and gentlemen, but... There's a company called LifeLock, for example. Oh, yeah. Yeah, They advertise a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think they had a few wrinkles initially, but I think they've worked them out. And they'll give you, I believe, a million-dollar protection. And there is a charge. Uh, They will constantly monitor your accounts. So if it looks like there's something fraudulent or unusual going on, they can notify you. Um, And uh, they do credit monitoring, or you can do that also yourself. And they'll alert you against credit card and ID theft. But they'll also try to protect your personal information from being used uh, unnecessarily. And LifeLock members will spend up to one, I mean, the company will spend up to $1 million to hire experts, lawyers, investigators, consultants, and whatever it takes to help recover your, uh, your credit, recover wow. your problem. So it might be worth looking at. There are other companies like that that do the same thing. Pass uh, that along to Target. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know you can also freeze your credit if you want to? Uh, you can freeze your credit files at all three major credit bureaus. And once you do that, no company can look at your reports other than institutions that you already do business with. What's the uh, purpose of that? Well, sometimes, um, and and you won't be able to open up a new account, obviously, if your account has been frozen. But this can actually decrease the chances that a thief will be able to open up an account in your name. Um, It's not necessarily bulletproof, but it's something you can think about doing. I know somebody who lives in an adjoining town uh, who has some disputes and problems and actually didn't like the way his credit reporting was being done, he's a lawyer, or his FICO reports scores were done, and he filed a lawsuit against uh, the Fair Isaacs company, and they settled the lawsuit by agreeing that he would have no FICO score at all. 
So he has no FICO score. That means obviously he can't apply for credit. Yeah. But it also uh, gives some protection. Mm-hmm. So our goal today is to make people think about taking some action to protect your uh, self from identity fraud. There are many things you can do. The federal government gets involved in this. The Wall Street Journal has done numerous reports on how to uh, protect yourself against ID theft and credit card fraud. And there are some significant government reports also that you can get. Um, The Federal Trade Commission, FTC, has consumer information. They have a nice report on identity theft, and you can access that by going into www.consumer.ftc.gov. That's uh, consumer.ftc.gov. And you can get a nice little report there on what to do immediately, what to do next, specific types of identity theft. Good report. Uh, There's also a nice report on protecting yourself against credit card fraud. And that's also from the Federal Trade Commission uh, Consumer Information. So there's a goodly amount of information available out there. If you don't have a computer or you don't know how to access some of this information, just please call my office. 508-998-8858. We'll be happy to send you this information. And um, credit card fraud is only going to get worse. It's only going to increase. It's, you know, one step ahead for the companies to protect us, and then it's one step right behind by the thieves who just took 40 million accounts out of Target. Right. So it's a serious issue, and you need to protect yourself. Maybe someday, Phil, we'll go back to just everybody paying cash again. Do you that think? would be nice. It probably won't really happen, but... I do that mostly. But, you know, you can actually pull up to, I think it's a mobile uh, for gas today, and you can have a little sensor in your card or in your in your wallet, and you don't even have to take your credit card out anymore and slice, slide it through the machine. Uh, it'll just read it because you're there. So think about having something stolen, and the thief just has to go up to the pump and just pump gas. Um, You must monitor your your accounts. You must monitor your reports. Mm -hmm. Most important thing you can do. And um, I'm not going to continue just to talk about tips for identity theft, but I I do want to say just a quick word about improving your credit score itself. Um, Your credit score today is so important for everything you do, And by the way, if you have a problem with identity theft, it's going to impact your credit score. But if you need to borrow money, if you want to buy a house, if you want to buy a car, a car, you can pretty much finance a car no matter what your credit is, whether you've been through bankruptcy recently, you'll just be a higher risk and you'll pay a lot more interest. Mm -hmm. So the lower your FICO score, your credit score, uh, the more you're going to pay for interest. Therefore, it's going to cost you more money to pay your car payment. You'll, You'll be able to get financing. So that FICO score is extremely important, and um, it's, um, it's a combination of um, rates that are put together that tracks your credit history. It, um, if you want to improve your credit score, you want to reduce your indebtedness overall. You don't want to overutilize your credit card balance uh, or available credit. So, for example, if you had $1,000 of available credit, Try not to have more than $750 of charges on that credit card. Try not to go over a 75% limit because that will drop your credit score down. Really? Yep. 
the higher you have of credit that you've used and the less available credit you have, uh, the, the more it's going to impact negatively your mm-hmm. credit score. And correspondingly, we've said this before, but I want to mention it again. If you think you're going to help yourself by solving your, your debt problem or your credit problem by canceling credit cards, you're not. If you cancel a credit card, you've actually reduced the potential for available credit, and that negatively impacts your score. The better result is to take your credit cards and simply put them someplace safe and stop using Mm -hmm. them and pay them down. As you're paying them down, you have more available credit um, against what you've actually used, and that will pick up your credit score. That will improve your credit score. Or as we said once before, in case you haven't heard it, Take all the credit cards you really don't want to use this year and put them in a little Tupperware container and put some water in it and put it in your freezer and freeze your credit. (laughs) Freeze your credit cards at the same time. But it makes you really think before you get out there with an ice pick to take them out and use them again, doesn't it? Freeze your credit. Yeah, freeze your credit. Um, But don't just cancel the cards. That's the worst thing you can do. Uh, Minimize any new credit card requests. Don't keep making applications. Every time you make an application for a new credit, it pings your, your credit score. It lowers it. Um, and um, make sure, again, you check your credit report periodically because if you find errors in there and there are errors, you're entitled to correct them. So don't close them. Uh, watch out for credit card repair scams because they're not always what they're cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're happy to give you a report on any of these things. There's, there's just so many things that you can do. And even little things will make a big, big difference. Do you need to have credit card monitoring? Uh, not necessarily. You can really do your own homework on the computer, uh, looking at your paper reports. Sometimes your bank will offer a monitoring report for you. And I suspect some of the bigger banks might do that. I'm not sure. That might be a good service to sign up for. And if it doesn't cost a lot of money, then somebody is out there watching for you. And, you know, Phil, that's what we really like to do. We like to watch out for people's problems, people's interests. How can we improve your financial life? How can we improve your financial and family life at the same time? And by paying attention to some common sense things, You can improve your net worth. You can improve your credit score. You can lower the cost of borrowing. You can save your family money. And most importantly, this is a tough season for people who have purchased things, you know, at a store like Target. We don't want you to lose money ever. We don't want you to lose your assets ever. We want to only help you improve. So take some time, take some action. Um, Nine million people in America, nine million Americans have their identity stolen every year. There have been articles in the Standard Times even recently about people who have said, what a nightmare it's been. If you ever have your identity stolen and not just charges on a credit card, that's even far worse because that will take you years sometimes to regain that. So make a plan of action for yourself Um, Call us if we can help you at any time, and we're happy to give you information. We don't give it as much information over the phone because it would take too much time, but we're happy to send you reports 
or make an appointment to meet with you if you have concerns. And thank you so much for listening to MoneyWise on Sunday mornings. We want to bring you uh, information in the next few weeks on setting goals and not just thinking about taking action, but how to actually put an action plan in place. So for 2014, our goal is going to be do something to make life better, do something to make it better for your family. Mm-hmm. And with that, I'm going to wish everybody a wonderful, pleasant Sunday morning and keep listening to the Money Wise and a happy new year to everyone who's listening. We want your new year to be safe and healthy and prosperous. Amen. And Phil, happy new year to your family and to you. Thank you, Ray, and to yours. Happy new year, all of God's blessings. and. Same to you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so very, very much for listening to the Money Wise Radio Show, brought to you by USA Wealth Group. Is it fair to say we'll see you next year? We'll see you next year on the radio.